audit bombshells in multiple states as well as deeper connections between Fauci and the origins of the coronavirus. Also, the U.S. government itself now warning silver shortages are here. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. My daughter loves when I say that. She says, do the Nemos, do the Nemos. And I have to, I have to repeat the phrase every time for her. <laughs> Here we go, diving in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. So diving right into what is going on with the news today. First, a statement from our president, the real president, that is Donald J. Trump. America's chosen president, Donald uh, J. Trump, of course, won the election, but Joe Biden, the usurper, stole it with the Democrats. Uh, what did he call it? The largest ever uh, uh, election fraud organization assembled. I think that was Joe Biden's words. Uh, he admitted it, too, in a, in a dementia moment. So, Rhino Paul Ryan, who became a lame duck Speaker of the House, lost all vote-getting capability with the people he represented in Wisconsin and was the biggest, sing single biggest factor other than Romney himself for the monumental Romney-Ryan loss in the presidential race of 2012. I got more votes by far, 75 million, than any sitting president in history. And he is now speaking to other Republicans, telling them how to win elections. Interestingly, I was in the great state of Wisconsin when they booed him off the podium. I literally had to come to his rescue. Ryan should instead be telling people, telling them how to stop the cheating of elections and that we would have won if Republican leadership fought the way the Democrats did. It was the day that Ryan went on the board of Fox. Fox will never be the same. That Fox totally lost its way and became a, different, a much different place with millions of its greatest supporters fleeing for good. Paul Ryan has been a curse to the Republican Party. He has no clue as to what needs to be done for our country. He was a weak and ineffective leader and spends all of his time fighting Republicans as opposed to Democrats who are destroying our country. As a Republican, having Paul Ryan on your side almost guarantees a loss for both you, the party, and America itself. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, thank you, President Trump, for weighing in. This fake Republican rhino, Paul Ryan, has been there the whole time, uh, finally forced to step down. His unpopularity rivaled that of Cheney's. And the two of them now seem to be spearheading this anti-Trump uh, divisiveness within the Republican Party, and it just seems to be the two of them. There's not that many others that are willing, at least, to say it because they know it will destroy their career. These two are probably, I'm guessing, a favorite for the Dominion votes when it comes to the Republican elections. Uh, and I say that because, hey, it doesn't matter 
who votes. It only matters who counts the votes, right? And that's Dominion in many cases. Now, the U.S. Mint itself is delaying silver shipments on new coin mints due to, quote, global silver shortage, end quote. They're admitting it, folks, and really, if you're in the investment market, if you're following investment news, if you're following physical precious metals or commodities news, you already know. This is not a shock. If you've been listening to this channel for any length of time, you already know this is not a shock. Silver is running out. Uh, one recent estimate put it at about one-eighth of the silver bullion banks at the COMEX. Uh, their big mega vault in the last three months alone has been drained. They are running out quickly, and the culture is developing, just like around the, the GameStop fiasco, uh, which was more of a joke and, and sort of a, an example with just a junk side company and a, and, a, and a distraction of what could be done. Well, that strategy is now being applied to silver, the most shorted asset in history. And folks, it is about to shoot up. Just my opinion here. I'm not giving financial advice, but I am telling you uh, all signs indicate massive shortage on what is essentially the uh, most suppressed price uh, commodity in the world. Now, uh, I do want to mention that there are a couple of indicators that you may want to pay attention to just from a, a regular normal perspective, even if you don't know much about gold or silver uh, itself necessarily, relative to other assets silver is deeply deeply undervalued okay historically speaking uh, it's at around half of its uh, full-time high and most other things are going way past their highs so you have to think in terms of uh, versus like the stock market or something which I get yes uh, the argument is that well gold and silver don't earn you any income well yeah but stocks can take huge dives in valuations uh, based on the the emotional uh, you know feelings of the marketplace as we've seen recently and so can Bitcoin because it's uh, also historically new and doesn't have that same uh, sort of trust factor banks uh, even central banks trust gold and silver for its uh, its value uh, protection and its hedging against inflation and they know that you know when it all falls apart governments need some gold to back their new currencies and that's why central banks hoard gold even though they tell you it's an old relic and has no value uh, otherwise uh, silver has the same kind of value but it's also used for industrial purposes remember that so it's not just gonna sit in a vault somewhere the way gold is silver is liquid it is being moved all around all the time and I mean liquid in the economic sense it is still a physical uh, bar in most terms or coin or whatever you buy it as it's not a liquid metal when you you exchange it just to clarify I don't want to get that comment from someone saying you can't buy liquid silver you idiot and I know that but it's liquid in the economic sense because it's very fast moving and it's changing hands a lot and a lot of companies need it especially with the leftists uh, insane push for solar everything and renewable everything which really is just a excuse to loot our treasury and loot our taxpayers um, so continuing from there I also want to mention uh, a second um, uh, metric that you might want to go into is uh, and, and know is that for the last 53 something years there has been sort of a typical norm that silver takes a drop uh, around June so you know you can see right here June July it has a big dip and that's when the prices tend to spike all the way up to December and then they drop uh, at January at the lowest so 
this is a little cyclical uh, heads up that the price of silver is about to maybe, and there's no guarantee, but based on the last 53 years, maybe uh, go down for a short buying spree. And this may be the last chance you get to ever buy silver at this rate again. Um, and I'm not joking that we're already seeing it nearly run out. Uh, a lot of folks are waking up through even mainstream investment channels to inflation. There is a there's a sense of urgency to get out of the market and the dollars. The big players have already exited the market, and now it is the retail player that's starting to catch on that transitory and uh, hyperinflation is not a real thing. And when that happens, all of the trillions of dollars they print at the government won't mean much anymore because the government uh, will have to reattach the currency to gold and silver or hyperinflate to doom. That's the only choices they will have, and uh, it's really coming to the point where they, they are sort of in a corner. They have, they have built themselves into a box they cannot escape of inflation or implosion. So be ready. I'm not giving financial advice. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. I don't save money in the stock market. I save it in physical silver. Not that I can save a lot. Don't try to rob me. It's buried where no one will find it. But you get the idea. I don't trust the banks. I don't trust the, the uh, stock market. I would not ever have a 401k. I'd rather have half of it in cash and just let me do it myself because I don't trust it. And if you've ever watched, um, there's actually a really good even mainstream documentary called The Retirement Gamble that even in mainstream times before all of this uh, crazy hyperinflation talk started to happen shows that a, a 401k is a is a scam. It really is. And uh, it was an excuse for you know the world to sort of shift over from companies taking care of people to people sort of having to take care of themselves and you know but they just rip you off as you do that. So um, now Retirement is no longer as secure as it once was for American workers, and American companies can sort of just say, oh, well, not our problem, right? They used to take care of people after they quit working at the the, the store, right, the company. Um, so continuing, I, I just want to mention uh, silver. I, I, you know what? There's a saying. Most of us in this channel, if you're listening to this, maybe some of you can, and you know, you can apply most of the same lessons to gold. It's a little bit less erratic than silver. That means your potential return will be a little bit less, but it's a lot less to carry, I'll tell you that. But on the other hand, um, you know, they, they say that uh, gold is the money of kings and silver is the money of gentlemen. Um, uh, I think it's after that paper is the, what is it? Um, I think um, paper is the money of uh, serfs and debt is the money of slaves, if I'm remembering the way the saying goes. So you don't necessarily have to be a king, but if you value your, your, your quality of life, if you value your purchasing power, silver has a lot going for it. Um, and I think that saying is very apt. And again, you know, we, we are partnered with Sovereign Advisors. If you want to see their link, go to nemosnewsnetwork.com slash gold, and they'll take you straight over there. Talk to uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's been on the show many times. And you know, just discuss your situation with him and what he can do for you in terms of, uh, you know, uh, what works best for your situation, what you want to do. If you do have a retirement, it's good time, though, uh, because you're exiting at, at some highs to get into something that's at its historical lows uh, and very suppressed. So it's, it's going to be a, a wild ride coming up soon uh, in probably, I think, the next year. 
So continuing from there, uh, I also want to mention Joe Biden did the, the weird, creepy Joe thing where he flirts with little girls again and compares them to women in their sexual prime. This time a 19-year-old girl with her legs crossed. Or, what a weirdo. Anyway, um, he was, of course, talking to a young child. Uh, Georgia judge talking about the audits. A Georgia judge has postponed the Fulton County ballot examination after a series, uh, an onslaught of um, of new paperwork came in that they have to, to process and go through first many new motions filed by the county. They don't want anything revealed, of course. They're trying to, to hide. They're trying to stall. What are they worried about? Um, they are freaking out, of course, because in Fulton County, election officials have hired top Georgian defense attorneys. This is a big deal. Why would you hire a defense attorney unless... Uh, 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 you've actually done something criminal. So continuing from there, um, in Pennsylvania, no less, uh, of all places, county, uh, a, a Pennsylvania county appoints top prosecutor to investigate Dominion after voting machines mislabeled Republican ballots. It's uh, Luzerne County. This is really cool because uh, you're starting to see these audits or attempts at them pop up all over the state now, uh, or all over the states now. Now, continuing from there, uh, I also want to mention that Democrats, in their attempt to set up a January 6th commission to, uh, you know, basically uh, call Trump supporters terrorists for two years straight or more and, and throw people that are innocent in prison as terrorists and all that stuff, that's, that's been railroaded for a moment, at least, as the Senate has stopped it. Thank God. Um, that would have been a nightmare. A living nightmare, the tribunals, the star chambers, it's coming, folks. They're going to try. Uh, and Fauci, in 2012, apparently uh, defended the gain-of-function research and even sort of argued that it was worth the risk of a lab accident sparking a pandemic. Isn't that interesting? So I uh, just want to point out there that uh, this kind of mad scientist approach to what is going on here is exactly what has led either through intention or irresponsible behavior to uh, our current predicament with this uh, pandemic. And we already know that Fauci's had numerous connections to funding it. He's got numerous connections to Bill Gates, who's profiting mightily from it. He's profiting mightily from it as well. Um, billions of dollars or maybe even more, trillions at this point, are being spent around this uh, virus that's not really that deadly. Now the vaccine, the solution, that'll kill you. Continuing from there, the U.S. is sitting on a raft of unexamined virus intelligence that former officials say there's almost no evidence of natural origin of the coronavirus. So this is almost certainly, as President Trump warned before, a, a virus that was designed by man. And that means a bioweapon, and that means why did Fauci fund uh, gain-of-function research that the Chinese military was connected to, as we've recently reported, in Wuhan, China, under the CCP government, after it was basically stopped here because it was unethical and dangerous. Um, folks, <laughs> it seems like there's some guilt here, and I'm with Rand Paul. I think he needs to be excused from investigating himself and he needs to be under oath often. 
And I'm going to close with a video of a Canadian lady who's saying that uh, the, the, I think she's a mother as well, uh, but she is warning that children are being harmed by the mask mandates at schools and the hand sanitizer in some cases causing chemical burns. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but if you ever go to one of those places where they have just like a public hand sanitizer stall and the one that has the little metal catch tray under it so the stuff doesn't hit the ground, uh, those things will rust through. Like that, that chemical will rust through metal pretty quickly and it'll eat through concrete as well if there's no, if there's no catch tray under it or if it's already went through the catch tray. I've seen that. It'll go through the concrete eventually as well. It'll damage just about anything below it that it starts to fall on over time. These are harsh chemicals that don't really do much to help you. Now, yes, you should clean your hands probably often with soap, which does a pretty good job of capturing the worst of it, wrapping it in fat, and, and flushing it away from your body. But the chemicals that are designed to kill all the bad germs, well, they kill everything. That includes you, uh, because they are lethal poisonous chemicals. It all goes back eventually, if you study history, uh, definitely check out the arguments between germ theory and terrain theory, because terrain theory is the one that we should have went with and we didn't, and instead we went with germ theory. The germs are there, they're going to get you, we have to kill them. Well, germs are everywhere, bacteria is everywhere, viruses everywhere, uh, if you believe that they exist. Some people actually argue that they do not, believe it or not. But they're always there, you can't avoid them and you can't kill them all because they're everywhere. Um, so the only way to kill them all would be to end all life itself. On the other hand, the terrain theory is the idea that, well, if you're healthy and you are adapted to your terrain, then your terrain sets your health, your internal terrain in this example. So you can remain healthy even if there are bad germs around you if you have a strong immune system and if you take care of your body. So it's sort of a personal responsibility uh, versus let the system take care of you approach and that is why they refuse to go with it of course and woe to all of us we lost real medicine and it became a con to make us sick for profit didn't used to be that way folks it didn't used to be that way uh, there is a difference between what we have now which is called allopathic medicine the same people that leached uh, George Washington to death allopathic medicine you know cut poison burn and they have some uses if you need to set a broken bone, absolutely, or save a life in a medical emergency. They have their uses. Uh, but there's also homeopathic medicine, which is where you try to build the body up and you, you go with that terrain theory and you're using natural things that are not toxic poisons. And that is looked down on, shunned, and even, uh, they, you know, they've, they tried to destroy it with propaganda, much the way they tried to destroy, um, you know, various branches of medicine, that have uh, attempted to keep up with allopathic over the years now. Um, anyway, so um, I'm going to continue um, by showing you guys this video, and I'm going to close out by just reminding everyone that we do have a special going on at Red Pill Living. If you want to support what we're doing, um, you can use the coupon code REMEMBER for 15% off the entire website um, for a couple more days for Memorial Day sale that we're doing. Uh, it supports the work we're doing here, the free speech work we're doing. It, it also is a patriot company. And we're actually being attacked at Red Pill Living as well. Because, um, you know, full disclosure, I own that. I set it up to start funding the show after YouTube started to demonetize and ban everything. Um, but uh, we're being attacked there as well for standing up for free speech with others. So we're doing the best we can to keep the light in the dark of the night. And if you support that, 
If you want to get some amazing products at a discount, like our gourmet coffee, uh, like our Time Stop skincare line, like our super vitamins, uh, especially vitamin C and D, uh, harden your immune system. We have some incredible stuff there. Carbon Shield 60 for longevity. We're coming out soon with a pet Carbon Shield 60. I'll let you know. Um, first of its kind on redpillliving.com and a couple of extra things in there to take care of aging pets and, and optimize uh, for, for animals uh, biochemistry instead of humans the way we have now with our current Carbon Shield 60 line of food oils like avocado and hemp and coconut and olive and all of that. So um, I'm just going on too long now. With that said, uh, if you value this, uh, if you want to see more, join our newsletter, nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Uh, support us if you find it to be of value. Share these videos. And without further ado, here is a warning that school mandates are causing harm. Hi, I'm Tanya Gall with Action for Canada. School boards and teachers unions across Canada are mandating masks, social distancing, and hand sanitizer. This is causing harm to our children and youth, both physically and psychologically. This is even though the science tells us that children and youth are at nearly 0% chance of contracting or transmitting this virus. They are creating a mass culture, trying to normalize something that just isn't normal. Let's take a look at a clip from the Ontario School Board. As you know, this school year is going to be a little different. Be sure you have cleaned your hands before entering the school and make sure to wash them a lot. What the school boards and unions aren't talking about is what this is actually doing to our children and youth. I was using it every morning and as a result, my fingers started to crack and bleed. When you walk into the school, the vice principal is standing there and there's a table with a hand sanitizer bottle and it looks bad if you don't use it. And depending on your grade, that you're wearing a mask. I had dance for like two and a half hours, then PE right after, and I had to wear masks the entire time. And doing that multiple like weeks in a row, it started giving me nosebleeds. Having the masks contributes to like mental issues and people are getting like more insecure and people feel scared to kind of like show themselves in public, which I think is really strange. The isolation is causing increased depression and even suicide. Children as young as five years old and up are ending up in emergency for mental health issues. Once you're in the school, make sure you're keeping a safe distance from each other. I've gone pretty much over a year without seeing uh, any of like my really good friends and getting to actually like hang out and interact with them. I noticed that any of my friends that are taking online school, they are much more like emotional and distant. The people in school, like, instead of being in groups, a lot of them sit alone now. People don't really have as much of a close connection anymore. Quite a few people in my classes have been struggling with depression. I'd say better than half of them. Children are minors, and they're counting on us as adults to do what's needed in order to protect them. We've known for over a year that this virus does not affect children and youth, that they do not transmit this virus. 
Why are we going along with this? Why have we complied with masking children when we know that this is causing so much harm? We must stop the madness.